We're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh, oh. this is gonna be fun. We can stand late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making what? Because people have got to oh. know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I'm not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. I can, you can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, we, um, like drink box water bottles. I don't know. A proof is a proof. What kind of a proof? It's a proof. Here come the players. Champions. 
I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. So he was giving away free fries with your vaccination. The governor of Ohio was having million-dollar draws if you went and got a vaccination. So we were talking about that, and we were talking, what would you do? And and then this happened. Thank you so much to the 68% of Albertans who have gone out of their way to get at least their first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Thanks to you, we crushed the spring spike of COVID, uh, and we are starting to get our lives back to normal. But folks, we have a bit of a problem. I'm here at the Edmonton Expo Center, one of our big rapid flow-through vaccine clinics on a Saturday afternoon, and no one is here because we're not getting enough demand right now. And that's why Alberta Today is announcing that we are launching the Open for Summer vaccine lottery with three nice. $1 million prizes and a range of other exciting prizes that will be announced in the days to come. Wow. The first installment of the Open for Summer lottery will be open to all Albertans aged 18 and over. Okay, so we're giving away a million dollars. You have a million dollars. You have a million dollars. And so, Steve, what is your thought that's going through when you hear that Jason Kenney is giving away tax dollars not just one million, not just two. He's giving away three million dollars of tax dollars. What what do you think when you hear that on the news? Listen, there are days when I'm like, is it a real province or is it kind of a fake province? Like I don't even like I don't I I I've been here over a decade, and I I love that we just sort of float on top a bed of oil. But there's weird stuff that happens here sometimes. I can't explain it. I just can't. I don't get it. So the other thing is, like, this is capitalism to a core. We're going to do oh, yes. this. Uh, what did you call it? Cowboy capitalism? Cowboy capitalism, exactly. <laughs> we had a little thing called Ralph Bucks at one point. We were thanks for oil. We had a premier that just gave everyone money. <laughs> just, here you go. You're out so, there. Here's Ralph Bucks. So what happens? Uh, like, it, are, do you qualify? You've got, you've got your one dose, right? Yeah. Like, and you've, I, I, do you have AstraZeneca? I had well, I got one of AstraZeneca. Well, clinically, totally the, from the reports I read on the internet, you you really should be dead now, right? Because of the after totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on borrowed time, right? The AstraZeneca, yeah. it's like it's yeah, a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but do you qualify for the million dollar draw? Well, it's a bit of a debate here, and and I I got a text message because you know love Alberta. I got a text message last week saying, hey, you we've ramped up our second doses, so because you got AstraZeneca in April. Your, you can now qualify. So if you just, you know, literally click this link, you can start to go down the process to get your second dose. Yeah. So I click on it and they say, do you want another round of AstraZeneca? You feeling lucky? Or <laughs> you want Pfizer? And so I was like, I mean, I how would any of us know this and let, because of the media, right? Like, we don't oh, know. We, I know. Like, do we know what any of this stuff even is? Do no. we care? Well, so and- I was like, so what did you do? Are you going to... Well, get... I was like, I was like, oh, Pfizer, why not? You know, I mean, why not? <laughs> Let's go Pfizer this time. It's like, like a buffet. I'll that. try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, let me, let me, I like, you know, I, I like the, the sweet and sour chicken balls. And I also like sweet and sour pork. So I'll have them both, you know? They're both sweet and sour. You know, what do I care? Oh, uh, yeah. Stevie. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. So the other thing I... The, the other question I have for you, Bob Morris... Uh, you know, the certain governments, I know that they, they come out and say, okay, now these doses are only good. You have to do them every, 
The second dose should be in eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then in Ontario, we're like, no, no, we're doing it in 12 weeks. Then they come out and said, no, this is going to expire in such and such a day. It's going to expire in two weeks. And then they went and said, no, we're changing the expiry date, so it's another month from now. My question to you, Bob Morris, is do you think they will do that with milk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping not. <laughs> it's like, let's just add an extra week on to the end there. It's it's fine. You're yep. fine. Exactly. Steve, do you think they'll add an extra week? What, what, like, my wife has an EpiPen. And when yeah. we first got married, uh, you know, they, they, the EpiPen uh, expiry dates were like a year and a half. And now it's like six weeks. No, it's I mean, it's like, it's probably nine months. But it started out a year and a half. And now they keep changing the dates. Is it still good? Or is it just capitalism trying to soak every ounce of money out of you and say, oh, you got to replace it every nine months. Yeah, I think it's probably the latter. But uh, yeah, yeah I, this is always a dangerous milk time for me because mm-hmm. June and July, I've drank I've drank <laughs> June, June milk thinking it was the July expiry date. Oh, like, yeah. The, the, the letters are small, Bobby. It's it's not exactly. quite March and May, but it's close. You know, wow. it's like. What did you yeah, call yeah. it? It's a dangerous time in milk expiries? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because July and, and June, you know, one letter off and you're you're drinking curd. You there know, you, Bobby? I mean, yeah. you know how this works, right? If yeah. you want curd that bad, I can get you cheese. Bob can set you up with cheese Uh, We have to look at some news items Some things that are in the news Uh, My wife is sending me My wife is sending me all kinds of articles Which she thinks would be hilarious And fun to talk about Uh, Chicago man You look this up Steve while we're doing it Chicago man jumps in the Lake Michigan For the 365th straight day Every day of COVID, he's been jumping in the lake wow. in Chicago. Lake Michigan. Would you jump in Lake Michigan? I was just going to say, to what end? <laughs> what, what was this uh, for, Bruce? Just because he wanted to jump in the lake. Ah. It, it says he, it's a way for him to relieve stress during the pandemic. Well, Did you remember the Seinfeld where uh, Kramer was jumping into the Hudson River every day, swimming, doing his laps mm-hmm. in the Hudson, and he yeah. stunk? Yeah. Um, yeah, so interesting interesting news story for sure. Um, last week we talked about the individual who went to get married in India. His bride, w- were they technically married yet at the point when she passed away? No, they were at the point in the ceremony where they, there were some garlands that you exchanged. Yep. And apparently the garland exchange caused a, a heart attack. Ooh, wow. So. Wow. And yeah. she died. So the she appropriate did. thing to do at that point. What would be the appropriate thing to do, Bob? Well, I would think possibly uh, uh, CPR or, or uh, <laughs> aromatics yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. is she really expired? Should we move on to right. the next sister? Yeah. I don't know. But they didn't. They moved on to the next sister. Uh-huh. Uh, I just can't get that through. They left out a step. Um, serious question, though. In the United <laughs> States, um, is the pandemic still a thing in the U.S.? <laughs> no. Like, no. honestly, every hockey game, every baseball game, everything I look at, I'm like, what's going on mm. here? I think they put George Bush on an aircraft carrier and said, mission accomplished, and they just <laughs> wiped their hands of it. <laughs> they really have. Like, it's Trump it's no longer a thing. It's I'm, I'm sitting here. And then in Canada, so we'll, we'll throw in some politics here. I was so angry. So uh, the G7... Mr. Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau goes over and he goes to elbow bump Boris. Okay. Mm. So he comes up the thing, goes to elbow bump him. And before he gets there, he's got to put his mask on. 
got to go up and make a big deal of elbow bombing. And then a half hour later, he and the Queen of England and Charles and Camilla and Boris and the President of the United States, they're all not social distancing, all in close quarters. And and he's only one dose guy. Like he's, so is this is this still a thing or do you think the government was overkilling it a little bit? That's a, Bobby, that's a deep question. You Bob, you want to take out, you want to, do you, th- you think we're moving on too quickly? I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I did hear them say on the radio the other day that in the States, they've come to the stage now where masks are recommended, not required, yeah. recommended. And I don't even think they're able to find them. Like, no. <laughs> so, maybe not. So today we, uh, so w- what's the church situation like in Alberta, Steve? Oh, we're we're in phase stage section area two. Whatever that okay. works now, whatever so, they call so it. is church open? Well, yeah, oh yeah, they're open. We can have uh, a third of people. Third uh, of the people. A, wow. A third of a third of your fire code number, okay. whatever that is. Yeah. In so. in Ontario, we're just open up today was the first day and uh we're up to fifteen percent. Fifteen, that's what I heard. 15%. So okay. my wife and my kids, they have they have not really been anywhere where they've had to wear masks lately at all so my wife my kids have been schooling at home my my daughter has to use it at work the odd time but my wife hasn't had to have it so partway through the service uh you know my wife was struggling with her mask like to breathe and stuff and my daughter goes mom all i did was i took my mask off during prayer <laughs> oh <laughs> smart and i said why did you she goes well if anyone got me in trouble i'd say why did you have your eyes open during prayer? <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I know. That, I'm like, uh, yeah. Eva, I like your intuition. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> you got to give it to you there. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's another story I want you to look up, Stevie. So Bob, right, right we'll in. give him uh, bald eagles attack Idaho farm. Oh, wow. Have you heard this story? Not that one. I've, I've been to Idaho, so uh, I'm Way to go, Idaho. Uh, speaking of Idaho, I think it's close to Idaho. I'm wearing my Minnesota twins jersey okay. and do you see who's on the back ah. oh nice mm-hmm. josh he's number 24 and now, uh yeah I, i'm not asking i'm just like just you know i'm not questioning your like knowledge of american geography but like iowa <laughs> is somewhat <laughs> close to minnesota idaho like it's the, the dakotas and and Montana they're all over there they're kind of like i'm just saying like they're it's kind of like yeah. ontario you get to manitoba and then i don't know is it alberta saskatchewan bc they're kind of all out there yeah and, like, it's, it's the prairies like just lump it all together they're all pretty well the same so idaho where is idaho <laughs> Idaho is next to Washington. Like mm, it's literally it's like oh, it's way out there. Idaho, like is it south of you? It's south of me. Yeah. So when I when I cross into the states, I'll I'll you know if I'm going to Seattle or Portland or wherever, I'll go through Idaho, down okay, you know, down through Coeur I and those never places. knew that. I did not know that. You come visit sometime, and we'll tour around Idaho. And so have you little. found? Have you found the? I did. It it killed fifty four lambs. <laughs> yeah. There wow. was wow. 54 lambs. So was it one or was it was it one bald eagle or was it the, like a whole host of bald eagles? Well, he says at least one of them. He's only up, maybe he's only spotted one. Like the man's name is Rocky Matthews, so I don't know if Rocky's his Christian name, but that's what he goes by. So yeah, 54. I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, that's a lot. Interesting story. Throughout the week now, what I've been doing is that when, when I get a fun story, I, I, I'm like, we, we need to talk about this on our show. Part of our thing we like to talk about, we're, we are Tom Fuller. We want to talk about stories that kind of go, what just happened? Last week we talked about a guy getting swallowed by a whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a Cape Cod fisherman. Um, and uh, here is another story. We're going to flip back to sports for a second. Uh, I believe we're going to flip back to sports. And I, um, I believe you too, Bruce. <laughs> I, yeah, I believe we are. So this is actually happening in, I believe, August. They're actually going to play a game at the uh, Field of Dreams oh, wow. Stadium. So, And that's, in, that's not in Idaho. That's in that's Iowa. That's in Iowa, Iowa, which is close to Minnesota. Oh, okay. That, sure see, that's, it's, yeah, yeah. it all's kind of connected. Mm-hmm. The, the eyes will come, Frank. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. Okay, so this movie came out in 1989. 20 bucks in 1989. How much would they have to pay in 2021 today, Bob Morris? Uh, 378, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Steve Height. Yeah, it's 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 got it's got to be five hundred at least. I mean, this is so the way I look. I think it's August the twelfth. They were supposed to do it last year. It is the uh, Chicago White Sox. Wow. The uh, they're going to be the home team, and they're playing the dreaded New York Yankees. Oh, of course, and they're bringing in eight thousand uh, seat st- stands or bleachers for the game. And I have no idea how much they're charging. But would you go to that game, Bob Morris? I would, just to see Rugned walk through the corn and maybe never come back out again. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I would love to see it. I would, uh, I, I have, I don't know what about that movie. It it just captured me. And it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw it in the, I think it came out in 89, but I saw it on TV just before I went to the All-Star game at uh, the Skydome when the Jays were hosting it. And I was at my buddy Conrad's house, and we watched it the night before the All-Star game. Wow, and that was just, a while ago. That was. And, and I love everything about that. And that's James Earl Jones, who was in the movie, and Kevin Costner. And, uh, yeah, I could watch that movie over and over again. I guess. When he, when he finally meets his father, did, did you get a little teary-eyed, Bruce? I got to admit, I do. You know, when I watched that, uh, the first time I watched it, I taped it on VHS tape, and mm-hmm. I ran out of tape right when the dad came up. So oh. for for the first time I taped it and I watched it to that point and then that was it. I never knew. Mm. And then it wasn't until it came on that with Conrad, I, I realized I'm like, who is this guy? And it's like, oh, it was, it's his dad. And I'm like, oh man. So it was it was interesting. Wow. I got the hooligans upstairs laughing. I'm just going to shut the door on you here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, yeah. Now that we got him sorted for Iowa, Idaho, he should be fine. Well, now I, I got to figure that out. Um, let's talk baseball. Actually, we talked to, uh, we have we talked? Oh, okay, we'll talk politics. We're going all over the place here. I like it. Mm-hmm. G7's happening. It's I think it's in England somewhere, in the UK somewhere. And Christia Freeland, who is our Minister of Finance, she's over in, in there, and they have a picture of all of the Ministers of Finance, and they're all six to eight feet apart from each other. They pose for a picture, and there was a, the picture that was actually put out on social media was a picture of all of them 
and there's one wearing a mask. Can you guess which country of the G7 was wearing the mask? Bob Morris. I'm going to go with Canada. Yeah, go with Canada is right. So Mm. I I think she's vaccinated. Secondly, they're social distancing. Third, they showed pictures. She just put it on for the photo and then took it right off again. So it was just, and it was like everyone, no one else is. So is she trying to be a leader? Is she trying to virtue signal? What's the deal? And the prime minister the next week did the same thing. It's getting on my nerves. It's just, he, he put it on for the, the thing and then he took it off right when he passed Boris. So it, are people not picking this up or am I the only one that gets annoyed by it? Bobby, do you get annoyed by it or not really? It, uh, it sounds typical. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, annoying. <laughs> I mean, Bobby, I wear masks. I like Bob, when you come over to our studio, you have a mask on. Oh, yeah. I stay, f- I, and I'm, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing that when no one's looking, and I that, come in the back door and everything. Yeah, yeah. we don't want the neighbors to find out. No, so no. that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so. It. But the deal is, Bob, you are who you are, and the Bible talks about this. Be when no one's looking. You're doing that when no one's looking. I'm doing it when no one's looking, and it feels like when someone's looking, this is what our government officials are doing, and when they're not looking, they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. the, am, am I off or is no? It, not at all. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Does it annoy you, Steve? Yeah, I think Bobby was when I was he was saying that I was thinking of the line where you say that it's it's disappointing but not surprising. Yeah. Right? It's one of those things where you're like, I wish I wish they would be consistent in who they are, but like, yeah, I mean that's sadly I think that's I think in in 2021 in the world we live in, people like they have their like perceptively their their real who they are and then they're sort of fake. Yeah persona and one of the joys of our show uh is we're ridiculous whether we're uh, whether we're recording or not like, and, and honestly i've got some pretty good bits and segments when we're not even on the air recording this right. we're just recording it and it's like that's actually pretty funny and i think that's important i think it's important that we like that we're you know, idiots we off the air be... and we're idiots on the air that's us at least we're consistent eh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> and i'll get off this thing but i mean recently um, the government in Ontario said, okay, we're not going to go back to school. We're going to finish online, but you can have graduations in person. We're going to do them so you can do outdoor graduations in person. So it's like, oh, mm. you know what? That's fine. We got three weeks left. That's fine. My son is graduating high school. I thought that would be a cool thing to do an outdoor. I have friends in the States, and honestly, you know when you're looking at videos and pictures, you can tell, oh, that's during the pandemic. That's obviously before the pandemic. Mm. Now stuff's happening down in the States where you can't tell if it's now or pre-pandemic because it's yeah. all the same. Their graduation, they were no social distancing. There was no mask, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Up here, our school board just came out and said, well, the government says we can do this, but we're going to keep it virtual. And you can come by the school in a car. We're going to st- ask you to stay in the car. And then when you come up to the front of the school, roll the window down. We're going to give you your certificate and then we'll do the rest virtually online. Drive through graduation. Yeah. Hmm. I was angry. <laughs> I can yeah. understand that. I want to get my kid out and have a picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna have a family photo. And then I, I kind of pushed it a bit and I said, listen, the province, it was our local health unit that said, No, you can't have more than ten. But we had a march in London. I think there was two or three thousand people there. We, yeah. And the prime minister was there, the premier was there. It's safe to do that. But it's not, you can't have more than 10 people in a soccer field, social distance. I I just, I want to see the science. 
Yeah, and you're not going to find them. <laughs> That's the thing. That's there the is no science. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's, you know, I think COVID's shone a pretty bright light on our society. I mean, I think even on our, our church side, our Christian side, I think it's yeah. shone a bright light. And it's not, it's not. It's not pretty. You know, it's not, not pretty. It's really not No, pretty. there's been lots of stuff that's even recently. Uh, you know, the, the family that was killed in, um, in London, it was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Kamloops discovery, totally. awful, yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, and as humans and as people, we, we look at this and, and I'm grieved, I'm heavy about all yeah. this stuff. And there's nothing that makes sense anymore. When you look at it, just that doesn't make any sense. I can't reconcile that. And I can't reconcile how can we do this and not do this. And, and I think COVID has brought out the worst in people. It's brought out the best and it's brought out the worst as yep. well. Yeah. And I think we, we have to like, we, we can't just keep smoothing that over. And I think that's, yeah. that's, I think what I see is my frustration with sort of political theater and some of this stuff is like, like, let's just not keep faking it. Like, yeah, let's yeah. actually like, let's deal with this stuff. Like, you I know, know, like well, if Fauci like, got up there and said, I don't, you got me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fauci, which is probably true, right? I would be like, you know what? We're in this together. Yeah. I don't blame you. But I read a tweet, and what's the problem? I get all. I I, I need to delete the Twitter because I read some yeah. of the stuff, and someone said I <laughs> I trust Bill Cosby at a bar more than I trust Fauci right now. That's mm. you know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like I just don't trust what they're saying, and we've gotten to a point where we don't believe people. And, yeah. and, and I think you're absolutely true. We need to tell people, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't yeah. know what, what's going on and it doesn't make any sense. And I'm not going to pretend to say that it makes sense, but how did we get that heavy right quickly? I don't know. It's got That's pretty good. I like it. I mean, I think, yeah. I think <laughs> we I are idiots though, are we? We are yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah. And, and if, if the idiots think there's something wrong, what about the people that actually know they're talking what about, about the people that know right, the like things? That's... Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, if, if we think you should be apologizing, if we think you should be, like, dealing with this stuff, like, like if you're going to listen to no one, don't listen to us, but yeah. at least listen to somebody. Listen, right? listen to yeah, someone who knows go. what they're talking about. So, speaking yeah. of someone who knows what they're talking about, let's get a little light. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, first of all, well, we'll talk about the good. We'll t- talk about the good, and then we'll talk about the bad, and then we'll talk about the ugly. Mm. Here is the good with the Toronto Blue Jays. MVP. MVP. This is my friend Perry. MVP. Vladimir Guerrero. MVP. 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 Boom goes the That is a home run call. Numero van, number 20 for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Okay, and that, that was on, uh, so on the weekend, I think he went 11 for 17 against the Boston Red Sox and with three home runs. And earlier this afternoon, this is what happened. MVP. It sounds MVP. the same. I, I love the call. I love the switching back and forth between English and French. So Vladimir Guerrero Jr. quite possibly is, I mean, if you're having MVP discussions, 
Uh, he is up there in batting average. He's up there. I think he's leading the majors in home runs. He's leading the majors in RBIs. Uh, and, and, and I mean, the man lost 40 pounds mm-hmm. and he's on fire. Mm-hmm. He's the best in the business. Uh, Bob has lost some weight. He's the best broadcaster on this podcast right there now. I mean, it's just, it is. it's, yeah. isn't that correct, Bobby? <laughs> Parallels <Sure>. are striking. <laughs> so that's what's going good. And Marcus Simeon. He's he's on fire. He was the player of the month for May. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's go the bad, the bad on the Blue Jays. Let's talk about George Springer. Uh, so George Springer, we're paying him one hundred and fifty million dollars. That's twenty five million dollars a year. Uh, I've worked it out here. He is being paid. Uh, how much is he getting? He's getting one point six million dollars per at bat so far this season. He's had fifteen at bats, two home runs. Uh, and wow. and they keep talking about him, like oh he's running he's you know in rehab mm-hmm. he's gonna come. He kind of it just has this feel to me that he's gonna come back for a weekend and then he's gonna be running down to first base and he's uh-huh. gonna he's I, gonna let up. I've got yeah. this feeling. Is it the same thought? It's it's kind of like uh, who is it? Josh Donaldson with the hamstrings. Yeah, and I remember yep. Tulowitzki. We had Tulowitzki. We signed oh. him to a big deal, and, and he, he just, was mm. always getting hurt. Yeah, I was getting hurt. Yeah, so uh, so that that's so now the the Jays won. Uh, they beat the Red Sox like eighteen to four, and they like had eight home runs. It was like they knew what was going to be pitched. So I attribute that actually to George George oh, Springer. So I yeah. think George, there it is. <laughs> he's like, hey boys, I can't play, but give me a garbage can <laughs> yeah. with a lid. I'll, oh yeah, the Astros, baby. I'll Let's teach, go. You <laughs> I'll teach you some tricks. Teach you some tricks. It's like he knew that changeup was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's talk about their bullpen. Have, oh, yeah. Like, have you, like, I I don't want to kick a person when they're down. Yeah. But Tyler Chatwood, have you seen his last three or four? Have you seen them, Bob? I have not seen them, but I've I've heard that they've been uh, they've been bad. I think he walked four or five people and hit up. people. Yeah. yeah, and yesterday I think or the day uh, Friday night he walked two. Uh, I think two wild pitches and two hits Batman. Uh, like he, it was just, it was ugly. Mm-hmm. They were in the lead and then they lost again. What's wrong with the bullpen? Is is the strategy, get out, let's get out, trade some young guns and solidify our bullpen. Is that one? Two, do we, uh, you know, wait for some of these guys to come back? Maybe we convert, he can't run, but maybe we get George Springer to pitch. Uh-huh. Or oh, three is the, and that seems to be the thing. Do we just score as many runs as possible? Like just bash them home, run it up, and then just hope for high heaven that they don't get, like they're up to 18 runs. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I wonder if they can hold this lead. Now we can bring in the bullpen. We've, we've got an 18 run lead. We've yeah. got to bring them in. What, what's, what do you run with, Bobby? What's your, what's, your, what's your strategy? Well, there's arguments to be made for all, but the only thing I can say for sure, I think they need to do whatever they're going to do pronto yeah it's it's gonna be like, soon because these are the games when when you get down into september when it's close mm-hmm. and you're within a one or two games the games like friday night where they lost uh the games a, a few weeks ago where they you know walked in the run and lost those are the ones in september where you're gonna go remember oh, that game yeah, yeah i was that close yeah. yep that's where it comes down to uh any spottings uh stevie of our cardboard cutouts 
No, I've been I've been on the look for them, so I I need to make sure. I was I was hoping they were going to be around, but we were in Boston, right, for this. Yes, in this Boston, game and, and so, I'm yeah. a little worried because starting on let me see when is it? I think it's the 24th of June. It's 80 percent capacity in Buffalo. Yeah, that's what I mean. Wow. We're, we're I don't know we're, where the yeah, nosebleeds are in Buffalo, but we're know, gonna we're be. <laughs> We're going to be out on the freeway. We're going to be yeah. in Fort Erie. Like, the games, I think. You guys might end up in the bullpen. Yeah, I know. In the bullpen. There they are. They're out there. Uh, yeah, we're going to be with Dana in Fort Erie helping out at the border, right? There it uh, is, exactly. Uh, we want to talk about, uh, we talked uh, last week about Team Canada. Uh, John Rame, is it Rame, the golfer? Did, have you heard this story? John Rom. John Rom. Mm-hmm. Up by six strokes. Yes. On the 18th hole. And then they came and told him. I was I was watching that. You got the COVID. And oh the, no! Yeah, and then he had the and he was in the lead, right? Like he was down the home stretch, was he not? He he was. Did uh, he have one more round to play? Yep, that was Saturday uh, after he finished at the 18th, and he was uh, six strokes ahead. Yeah, he was doing well. Does that does getting COVID DQ you? Can he? Can, I mean, can he social distance? Is that not a thing? You can't do that. You would think he could on the golf course, wouldn't you? But uh, nope. The uh, PGA, that's the rule. If anybody uh, tests positive, you you must uh, uh, withdraw. And now he's back though, because he was gone a week, and now he's had two negative tests, and now he's back. Now he's back. Yeah. So can he finish his round out? Is that works? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that I don't even know who won. Do you know who won after that, Bob? Oh, I heard who was uh, the new leader, and I forget. I can't remember. Yeah. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, in another serious story, and I'm not sure how he's doing today, in soccer. Did you see the soccer game earlier this week? I heard a lad uh, Yeah, uh, it was Christian Erickson. Did you see this at all, Stevie? No, no. It was, he collapsed, and he actually died on the field. They actually had to do CPR and bring him back. Uh, And so, he's recuperating. So, yeah, his heart stopped on the field. Wow. Yep. In the middle of a game, and, 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 and his teammates went around. Isaac said his teammate performed the CPR to bring him back, and I don't know how wow. accurate that is, but they the teammates got around so the, the crowd couldn't see. But his he was it wasn't, I think, a ball hit, hit him, and it wasn't anything, and then all of a sudden he just crumpled on the field, just went down. Uh, there, there's been that in hockey before mm-hmm. uh, where folks, uh, Yuri Fisher, remember that? He just collapsed on the ice. Yeah, Jay Bowmeister, yeah. he collapsed on the ice. Um, I got a Bowmeister jersey around here somewhere. You so do I not. What happened to Jay Bow? I do. Yeah, when I first moved to Alberta, uh, was the first year that Jay Bow came to to sign for Calgary, and uh, so people said, "What jersey?" And and everyone around here got in a gala, right? So I wanted to be different. Oh, yeah. I was one of the, I wanted like a no. You know, like uh, Andres Galarraga, where it wraps around the mm-hmm. whole, you know, I want a nice long name on the jersey. I was going to say and, you wanted uh, a name so that went, back. went from oh, elbow to oh, elbow. He's, he's got a guy. Yeah. Uh. yeah so, uh, so I, I remember going there with my first, my first Flames game and mm-hmm. I was there with, with someone and they said, you know, you need to get a jersey because it's a sea of red in Calgary. And right. so you can't, you can't not like other arenas. I've, I've been in, in Anaheim, you know, you wear a nice cardigan. You know to go to their games, but in Calgary, you 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 wear a red jersey. That's yeah, that's nice. the rule for them. And so uh, I uh, I found a good J Bo and I uh, I rigged it up. So that's nice. I have that's a picture cool. of Jay Bo Meister and I. I went to take it off the wall, but apparently I put it on there with that tiger glue. Oh, so oh no! On, 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 on his posters. draft day, what's that? Unlike my posters, it actually stays <laughs> on the wall. So. Yeah, what's wrong yeah, with your right. posters? Having said that, uh, my my. Uh, 
my flag will probably fall any minute. But I was oh, at yeah, his yeah. draft in 2002 in Toronto. He was supposed okay. to be the consensus number one pick. He didn't go till three. Uh, number one pick went to uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. It was Rick Nash. And then Lettinen okay. went number two to, to Atlanta, I think. Yeah, the Thrashers. Thrashers. And then he went wow. number three. Who did he go to? Uh, who was his first? Was oh, that's it. Florida. Florida. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then, speaking of which, you brought up a couple names there. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, what is that one? Autographed baseball. Mm-hmm. And it is Andres Galarraga, uh, a big cat. Oh, big yeah. cat. The, the and, big he's, cat and he signed yeah. it. He said Andres Galarraga, and then number 14, and the big cat. Mm, nice. Uh, we want to talk a few more sports, and then we're going to play our uh, ever-fun game. Do you think we should call Cork Hanna? I think, I think Cork deserves a call. I think, I think we need to call this game. Uh, okay, so uh, we're the, the finish up on the sports. Oh, Taya Curry. Uh, first female ever drafted into the Ontario Hockey League. She was picked 267th by the Sarnia Sting, and she's out of London, Ontario, and she's a goaltender and played AAA hockey with the boys all her life, and now she has been drafted into the Ontario Hockey League. That's a big story. That's Mm -hmm. uh, uh, not not too often. Do you remember the very first female goalie that played a period of NHL hockey? Uh, Menal Rayon. There you go. You got it right. right. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning. Was, was she with with the Lightning? Yes. Yeah. I was gonna try to remember that. So she didn't play. Where did she play her junior? Did she play in junior hockey? I don't or think she, she right played junior the... at all. She just went so. right to the right to the show. Okay. Yeah. So, but Taya, I I, I think she has a, an opportunity to crack that lineup, perhaps. Um, but oh. it's more than a publicity stunt. This is a legitimate. Triple A goaltender played with the boys her whole life and and wow. cool breaking barriers. I think that would mm-hmm. be very very cool. Um, and we're going to play a segment. We are going to talk music before I finish the show. Uh, what else have I? We've talked about we've talked about the bear in Blessington Road. We've talked mm-hmm. about the uh, lockdowns. We've talked about have we talked about Will Amos? He's apologized. This is an MP from C- Quebec. Not he didn't yeah. twice. It's happened once. He was getting changed on Zoom and forgot to turn the camera off, uh, and then he went urinating and forgot to turn the camera off. This is twice <laughs> it's happened now. It's the same guy. It's like serious. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the old fo- shame on shame on me? Or how's it? How's that saying go, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, that's let me right. just see if I've got Cork Hannah. On oh yes, I don't know if I've got him on, on the, the, speed, the speed dials. I don't know if I've got him on here. Uh, so we want to talk about music before we get to that. The vinyls of the week, and uh, let's hear what we got here. I'm brand new. So yesterday was National Record Store Day, and I had some. Uh, we've been basically locked down, so we were actually able to go in. Now, I have a confession to make. We were able to go in and sneak in. In Ontario, you can't go into a mall yet, but you can go in if you've got an outdoor entrance. Mm. So apparently, if you walk into the th- through the mall, like through the center, you will get the COVID. But mm. if you go in through the tiny back door of the uh, store and in through small places, no COVID mm. there. Another, right? another gray area. Yeah, it's just gray. Mm-hmm. So it was National Record Store Day, and I'm... I'm not joking. I'm sure we've had four already this year. Um, 
it just keeps, I'm like, didn't we just have a national record store day? But I, I've had gift certificates for my birthday right. that I haven't because everything's been closed. So I went and bought a whack of records yesterday. So I want to share nice. with you. This one is a classic vinyl, not a Christian one, but it's Frank. Oh, blue, okay. blue there you, go. you can't, you can't help, but now this one makes me smile too. Cause it's, it's for the movie Shrek. Uh-huh. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but what what I like a lot about this vinyl? Look at that! Look oh, how wow! Look, isn't Shrek that green. isn't that Shrek green? That's awesome! That's perfect. Uh, this one is one of my favorites. Matt Carney, we play him on the show. I love Matt Carney, and I got a record, and it actually he autographed it. And you see the number? It's number six forty nine. How lucky is that? Six forty nine. Yeah, uh, of one thousand. So I got that. And then my other vinyls of the week. Now, Bob, you'll remember this. Steve, you might, it might be before your time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to the Future mm. soundtrack. And Chicago 17. Wow. Yeah, so I, I, had, I picked these up at the record store. So I, I've got vinyl to last me for a while. And in Christian music, there's a bunch of new music that has come out that we just want to keep you posted on. Um, Sorry, my notes are all over the place. Uh, we wanted to let you know there's a there's a movie on Netflix that's out, and it's got some uh, great Christian music in it. It's called Blue Miracle, and it's starring Dennis Quaid, um, and he uh, ends up helping to save a cash-strapped or- orphanage, and a guardian and his kids partner um, with a washed-up boat captain for a chance to win a lucrative fishing competition. It's based on a true story, faith-based, heartfelt, inspiring, and emotional. So if you're looking for something... Now, is that what comes up on your playlist or suggestion list? Like, have you seen this movie come up yet, Steve? Uh, yeah, my my list and my wife's like if it's a if it's a wonderful rom com, if it's either Reese Witherspoon or Sandra Bullock, it's up for her. <laughs> uh, I have more of the documentary types. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I, and I've clearly said that we're not allowed to share our. So if I see Sandra or Reese on my on my Netflix, I'm like, you have been using my account. Mm. So we, we like to keep that separate. Uh, I just started watching something, and it's a show on Netflix. It's a series. Is it Man's Manuscript? Uh, okay. Where they, they went on the, the airplane, and they got oh, off, and yeah. it's five years later. Manifest. Manifest, that's Manifest. Manifest. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of like Lost. So they get on the airplane yeah. and then they land and it's five and a half years later. Mm. And uh, it was pretty interesting. So, so I'm just getting into that. Uh, speaking of shows, we want to play a game. We want to play, is it, let me see if I can get it up on the screen, if I can share it with you guys first. Oh, um, now we're getting fancy, Bobby. I know. I'm trying to share all the things. Oh, look at that. You oh, see that? wow. Here we go. Higher yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, uh, who do you want to get? Do you think we can get Cork on here? We can give it a shot. I think I think he may be able to know this. So. Yeah, so uh, let's try. I'm going in the church directory. The fancy. W- will we get Aunt Judy or Uncle? There's Cork's number right there. I've got him. They're, they're a, bit of a, a bit of a deal, so they're, they're, you'll, they're, you'll get them both probably. We'll get them both. Uh, let's see yeah. if we can share. Ring-y. Should we play the... Uh, Uh oh. Hello? Is this Cork Hannah? 
It would be, yeah. It's Cork Hannah. It's Bruce, Bob, and Steve of the Edge of Tomfoolery. You, my friend, <laughs> are on the air with us. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> we're, just, uh, we're just fine here. We're at the camp and had a great day with everybody. Went out on my um, sea do and, well, and uh, you went out on a sea do? Time on that. Yes, nice. I have one. You have a sea do? Oh, yeah. Oh. I do. Cork. Oh, yeah. Look out. Look Are you finding um, that there's a it, lot of seaweed because the water's so low this year? Well, the problem is. Um, you know the Star Wars where you have um, the little Ewok, you know those guys <laughs> yeah. that went to the yeah. woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I get it up about when I get it up about seventy miles an hour, I don't have problems with weeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, go. That is good to know, Peter. Listen, we yeah. are playing a, I, we're playing a game show, and you came up. We're gonna we're gonna play a game. And it's, yes. it's a segment now, and Bob's going to play, and Steve's going to play. They can see it, but we're going to ask you. It's called, we're going to give you a name, and it's either going to be a church or a weed shop. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very random, but it's an actual thing. So, so the first thing I'm going to give you, and I'm, I'm going to let you go last. I'll let Bob and Steve, because they can see it. The higher okay. path, the higher path, Bob, is it a church or a weed shop? I'll say a church. Steve? Yeah, higher path sounds like a churchy name to me. I'm going to go with church. Okay. and A uh, higher path? Yeah. Um, well, it's like, uh, uh, you know, we have a lot of them down here <laughs> on the reserve. So, like, smoke <laughs> on the water. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, yeah. say a higher path. You're, oh, yeah. You're going to say you're gonna say it's a weed shop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay, let's here we see. go. It's a dispensary. There you oh, go. Cork oh, with the win. Yeah. Okay. See? Cork. Cork Cork's got up it. One. Okay. Cork's up one. Yep. Okay. We'll go to the next one here. Oasis. Church oh. or weed shop? Bob. Oh. Um, It looks pretty respectable on the outside. I'll say it's a church. Steve. Yeah, I'm feeling good about that, too. I think it's a church. Oasis. Oh, you guys. Church oh, or weed shop? Are you going? Steve is going Oasis. Yeah, uh, I, I, I say and I say it's a church, Cork. I say it's a church. You want to go? With oh, the, do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. Yeah. I'm 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 sticking with the weed shop. <laughs> and he's right okay, again. Okay. He's right again. Oh, it's a cannabis store. He is. Oh, yes, he is. What? Okay. Uh, Cork is two for two. Listen, you're doing good. Wow. I can okay, start, it can I can be a weed shop. Now the Oasis can be a church. Okay, but it, in this case, it was a weed shop. Okay, so the garden. Okay, and see, Cork can't see the photos here. No, he's but he well. doesn't need. To, obviously, doesn't need to. Okay, so we've got the garden, church or weed shop. Bob Morris. Oh, it sounds organic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite. I'm gonna say it's a weed shop. <laughs> Okay, Steve. Yeah, me too. It's totally weed shop. Weed shop. Okay, I've, I've got wrong twice for so I'll say weed shop. Okay, Cork, church, the garden, okay. church or weed shop. Okay. Oh, I would think maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna swing back uh, swing back because you know in the, I think there's some old hymns called in the garden um, mm-hmm. I or I walk in you know a church yeah you're gonna say church and oh, okay. the yeah. correct answer is it's a church oh look at <laughs> that Cork is three for three yep okay oh, uh, we re- might as well concede right now okay re- okay yeah. we're gonna go to the next one here let's see go down through. Uh, the source, is it a church or a weed shop? We'll go two more, Bob. Church or weed shop? The source. Uh, 
I'm going to say a church. Steve, church or weed shop? Yeah, I feel I, I feel like it's church. Okay, Bob or Cork, church or weed shop? Okay. The source. Well, I'm going to uh, I'll stick to my um oh yeah, yep. uh, the one that I've been good at, yep. uh, the weed shop. <laughs> okay. And it is it's a church. Woo. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a church. But, so he's, he's running that one. got swept out there. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll go to the next one. Manna. Church okay. or weed shop? Okay. Bob Morris. Manna. Ah. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say church. Okay. Steve, church That's or weed biblical. shop? It's biblical. It's, it's manna in the Bible. It's got to be a church. Gotta okay. Church. Cork, manna, church or weed shop? Oh wow, manna! Well, it, they've never they've never named it down here, um, uh, where they have a lot of um, pop shops, you know. Uh, but let's go with okay. Let's go with manna. Okay. You're gonna go, I mean, with let's go with weed. Weed. It weed is shop. a dispensary. Oh, Yay! Look at that. Cork is the winner of yes. the church or weed wow. shop. Congratulations, Cork. That was a fun. Uh, these guys saw the pictures and they were, they were yeah, terrible. Yeah. Still beat us. Oh. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So everything else is good at the lake, Cork? It is. It's very yeah. good. We got a little bit of thunder coming in. Oh. And we're just hoping we get some we, we get need, some, we rain. some rain. It's kind of rumbling. It's rumbling over the lake. But um yeah. Yeah, we, we need, need rain. We do yeah. need rain. Okay, we'll yeah. let you go, my friend. Thanks for playing okay. church or weed shop. <laughs> Thanks, Cork. Thanks, Cork. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> he he was awesome. Not just an usher, the man knows his weed. <laughs> He is like, and he knows, like, I think he drives down on the reserve and seen all the things and the mm-hmm. signs, and he knows them all. He knows oh, yeah. the, he knows what they're doing, Listen, yeah. We all know I'm a big fan of Corkana. I'll just tell you that right now, mm. so just get that right out. We are massive fans of Corkana, and <laughs> I will just tell you, my admiration for him just increased. Absolutely. He, he, took, us <laughs> out, he took us out four games to one, Stevie. We were lucky to get one that's, there. We, that's in the business. We call that a bloodbath, Bobby. Yeah, that was it. not yeah. even close. What, no. the, what was the line in Dumb and Dumber? What, just when you go and do something like this? <laughs> you totally redeemed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> totally redeemed yourself. Uh, we've got a little interview we're going to play next. Uh, it's from a, a, a musician out west. Her name is Amber Bauer. Welcome back to the program and the Joining the Edge tonight. We've got a special guest joining us from Edmonton, Alberta. Her name is uh, Amber Bauer. And how are you, Amber? Welcome to the program. Thank you. Doing well. Thanks. That's good. Now, listen, we just got to get this. It's a little awkwardness. We got to get it out of the way first. Being from Edmonton, we have a Calgarian here hosting with us. And he says Ooh. that there's a little bit of rivalry. Can you confirm or deny the rivalry between Edmonton and and Calgary. I will say it exists. You know, Calgary's got those mountains. Edmonton's got the beautiful canola fields. I don't know. Steve, anything? Yeah, that, that's a, and that's a good comparative, like mountains versus a field. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure what I, what I mean to ours, but uh, <laughs> well, although I've I've heard people in Edmonton say like. You know, the mountains are fine, but they get in the way of seeing all the nice fields. So So listen, tell us a little bit about yourself, Amber. How did you get into Christian music and how did you get into and and we're going to talk about your song, your new single that's out. Sure. Um, 
I actually, I don't know if I can say this on here, but I was a country artist <gasps> most of my life. That's okay. That's kind of been my thing. And um, my cousin actually is the VP for a really cool organization called Opportunity International. Yeah. Her name is Doris. And so she got me hooked up with OI, we'll call it. Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, any chance you could maybe make some music for us? We would love a theme song, something we don't have to, you know, dive into licensing for and all that jazz. And I was like, yeah, I can write you a song. Sure, but you know I'm country, right? <laughs> so, anyways, I wrote a song and we've recorded it. I think that's what you had playing there a minute ago. Um, and I've got it's, it here right it's now. still country, but I tried to reach into my pop, you know, roots a little bit also. Yeah. So. And yeah. what is behind the writing of the song lyrically? Uh, it talks about unifying, you know, communities and families and just working together to strive for um, a unified goal and hopefully working yourself out of poverty is mm-hmm. kind of the goal. Um, but it doesn't necessarily need to only apply to impoverished families. I think it's, it says, you know, something about a father fighting for his daughter, loved by a mother that gives a brother strength. So just these these family systems, right, that together we're the strongest that we mm-hmm. can be. And just believing in a, a day where the first will be last. Or sorry, no, that's, yes, the first will be last. It's not the nicest way to say it. Let's yeah. say the last will be first. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's kind of the goal. And uh, yeah, I don't know, just working with people that, that need it, you know, the most, I think is where I'm going with it. Yeah, so. I, I could tell that, when you said the last will be first and the first will be last, I could tell that Steve was thinking about the Oilers. Also, my yeah. entire life, I've been last at church potlucks, so I can go first at the Heavenly Banker. <laughs> That's always been my plan because it's going to be way, the lines, A, the line's going to be way longer, right? Yeah. And it's going to be better, right? So I, I, I love the idea. I'm well, all for it. Why, why do you want to be a part of OI? Maybe you can tell a, b- a bit more about OI. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure if whoever's listening has ever heard of microfinancing, but that's what they do. Uh, years ago, I got to go to Africa and meet my sponsor child, and I actually got to see what microfinancing was in person. And so I think that's that was the coolest part of my journey. Uh, I got to see a village that was 10 years into a program, and so they've graduated from you know all these these goals that they were working towards, and. I also got to see a a community that was two years into a a similar program and it was mind boggling to see the difference. Like the 10 year program, they were sending their kids to university because they had had a single cow, you know, because they were able to get this microfinance loan to then put it back in motion. So microfinancing is just where you, you had a small business loan to someone who can't otherwise afford it. It it seems like no big deal for us to find a dollar 50, you know, to, Mm go buy a pop or whatever, but a dollar fifty can change a life if you can then go buy the thread that you need to make the bracelets you sell every week or whatever, right? So it's, yeah, microfinancing I think is a really cool way to get people moving and not, you know, come in as these these saviors that are like, we have it all together and this is how you need to do it. Right, but right. instead they work themselves out of poverty. That's so, awesome. Pretty that cool. So cool. So if they want, people want more information, wh- where online can they go on the interwebs to find out more information? Absolutely. Um, opportunity international.ca as well as they've got a bunch of videos on YouTube. That you can watch testimonials of how lives have been changed. You can see, 
um, they just keep you up to date with everything that's going on. That's awesome. Yeah. And and if people want to follow you, are you on the tick of the talk or are you on any of the socials <laughs> online? Well, I will say I had a baby this year, my first baby, and hey. my husband and I definitely did a few co or COVID. Yeah, I guess you can say that COVID TikTok videos with my belly. <laughs> okay, so that's cool. Are, so so you do have there. a TikTok. We're trying to convince Bob to get on the TikTok, but he's holding out. He won't do it for us. <laughs> so yeah, I know. Uh, so if people want to get in touch with you, what, what where else can they follow you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and I have a website, and it's all under Amber Bauer. Amber. The website is amberbowermusic.com. That's awesome. Well, we want to take this opportunity. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, to get a hold of the song, it's on all of the uh, the streaming sites, and it is called Unity. Thanks That's for it. joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Okay. All right. That was our interview with Amber Bauer. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. I'd mm-hmm. like to give her a hard time about, uh, about the Edmonton thing. I think off air you made yeah. it. You made a mention if you were from Vancouver, then Calgary and Edmonton didn't like you. Is that what you said? Yeah, she seemed like she was born in a place called Vermilion, which no one's from. And she got out of there in a hurry. Uh, and then she, she was in Calgary for a bit and Vancouver and now Edmonton. And I said, if you're in Vancouver, Calgary doesn't or Edmonton don't like you. So you're sort of shared in that. And so I mean, yeah. Calgary and Edmonton have a problem with each other. But they anytime you're not from Alberta, then it's a whole other problem. right? Yeah. So, uh, they get along. Our show has uh, gone on too long. Oh, wow. <laughs> Way too long. And uh, we just went away with stuff, and we got, got talking, and uh, that's all. What? Did we just become best friends? We yep. sure did. Like the milk, we've expired. You want to go do karate yeah. in the garage? Listen, <laughs> if AstraZeneca, if they can change the due dates for milk, if they can change the due dates for AstraZeneca and switch them all around and... Why can't we? I would say. <laughs> Why can't we? Sure. Um, for the edge of Tom Fleury, what do you got coming up next, Bob? Any big things in Idaho? Uh, not that I can think of. Just no. cheese sales. Cheese sales? Mm-hmm. Does When does cheese go bad, Bob? Oh, I don't think it ever does because it's always eaten first. <laughs> yeah, it, it just goes. <laughs> and uh, Stevie, anything coming up in Calgary? Is the, is the, the stampede still on? Oh, yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah. Well, no chuck wagons. Oh, really? We're, oh, wow. We're, we're, it was either the, the chuck's a little too close, can't social distance. So, rodeo. Is is the truth? Now, they're, they're having a big uh, lottery out west. So, mm-hmm. if you get your vaccination, you can win a million dollars. Is it true that you can be one of the prizes as a rodeo clown? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, so, they'll put you right all in. Day, every day. Yeah, yeah, you're double vax. You just go down there, hop in a barrel, and <laughs> you're safe, right? Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. For the edge of Tom Fuller, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I'm Steve Height. Zeus Arbuckle, we like to call him. Thanks mm-hmm. for tuning in, folks. Have a great week. <laughs>